Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala. Today is Sunday, October 24th. And we'll be, I'll be reading from A Pilgrim's Companion, and this is our tour of the sacred sites in India, sacred sites of the Buddha's life, the, the four, uh, his birth, his enlightenment, the first talk he gave, and uh, his the location for his Padinibbana, or his death, his final liberation. And we're very close to the end. So, today we're reading The Rarity of Human Birth from the Samyutta Nikaya 129. And the reflection is the eight worldly conditions. Also from the Anguttara, this is from the Anguttara Nikaya, Eight six, and we only have two more days to go. So, if you're interested in any particular topic and you'd like us to, uh, I could find things to read for, uh, on that, or things that you'd like to to uh, hear more about. Let me know on Facebook, and we'll look at that. So we're through our 35 day tour is almost up. So you can sit in a meditation posture if you like, just to uh, listen. These are short. It's a short reading and short reflection, and then we can sit together for the rest of our time. The rarity of human birth. One day, the Buddha said to the bhikkhus, "Suppose that there were a yoke with a single hole in it, floating on the surface of the sea." The east wind carried it to the west, and the west wind carried it to the east. The north wind carried it to the south, and the south wind carried it to the north. Now suppose that there were in the sea a blind turtle, which came to the surface only once every 100 years. Would, the, would that blind turtle, the Buddha asked, put his neck into the hole of that yoke. Venerable Sir, the bhikkhus answered, sometime or other at the end of a very long period, he might put his neck into that hole, but it would be very unlikely. Bhikkhus, the Buddha said, it would be more likely for that blind turtle to put his neck into that hole than for a fool who has fallen into hell to be reborn as a human, because for those in hell, it is impossible to practice the Dhamma. It is impossible for them to practice righteousness. It is impossible for them to make merit by performing wholesome deeds. Rare indeed is birth as a human. And again, that's the Samyutta Nikaya 129. So human birth is very rare, and that's why it's very precious for us. And we often talk about how rare uh, this human life is and what opportunities we have. So if there's been uh, time spent in a hell realm in another, in another birth, well, it's, it's a long, long time. And so the ability to have this human life gives us opportunities to to really move forward and progress on our path. 
if that's if if that's what we desire to do. So this reflection now, and this is a very good thing to just be listening to, uh, is if you um, if you are in a meditation posture, sometimes it just allows things to sink in and uh, stay in your mind better. The eight worldly conditions, gain and loss, fame and disgrace, praise and blame, and happiness and suffering. Among human beings, these conditions are impermanent and constantly changing. Knowing this, one who is wise mindfully regards them all. He neither rejoices at the desirable conditions nor feels dismay at the undesirable. For him or her, welcoming the good and rejecting the bad have ceased and no longer exist. Having understood the nature of the world, this person is unshaken and has reached the deathless shore. Anguttara Nikaya 8.6 So the eight worldly conditions are gain, and these are one extreme to the other for these these, uh, four qualities in their ranges. Gain and loss, fame and disgrace, praise and blame, and happiness and suffering. But having, if we understand the nature of the world, that these are the conditions of the world, and we can maintain that neutral area, neither rejoicing at the desirable nor feels dismay at the undesirable, then we have become unshaken. So I, I, they're often called the eight worldly winds. Uh, but these are these are very important to see. We can rise to the height of success or fame, and then just as sudden, just as quickly or slowly, come down again to the opposite end, which would be uh, disgrace and unhappiness, suffering. always changing, and definitely all these conditions are impermanent. So we have time, we can sit. So let your body be awake and aware. Be in a comfortable position so you're not being Uh, pull down to where your discomfort or pain is. Let your body be comfortable, but let it be awake. It's always good to see if you can let your spine lift upward. Even if you're on the floor, on your back, if you're walking, if you're sitting, uh, let let that spine for, for your own body, let it be tall, upright, and even as we are aware of the body breathing, even our natural breath will be fuller because we have, 
We've given our lungs more area to expand. Our shoulders are back a bit, so we've really created the optimum space for the lungs. And when you're in this posture, then on the exhale, just let your shoulders drop, relax. Just be in the present moment. Be aware of what's coming in through your sense doors. Even with your eyes closed, we see light, sometimes streaks of light, against our closed eyelids. aware of what you're hearing. Be aware of the taste in your mouth. Be aware of your skin, the contact from maybe cooler air, warmer air. If you're outside, you may feel a breeze against your skin or how your clothes feel touching the body. And all of this is constantly changing. And be aware of your thoughts. Not repressing any thoughts, but allow the thoughts just to arise. And without feeding them with attention, you can just let them rise. Be aware of them. But then let them go on their own. For right now, it's okay to let the thoughts go. We can observe that the mind is just cranking out thoughts on its own. They're not who we are. They don't belong to us. And come back to your breath if anything feels overwhelming or you become distracted.
just allow yourself to be with whatever arises within you. If there's a reaction to something coming in through your sense doors, you can just notice what that reaction might be. Just pay attention to it. Just keep relaxing. If you see something rising that feels unpleasant, pay attention to it. You can investigate it, be curious about it. And then just let it go. Just come back to your breath. be an unpleasant sound, maybe a loud noise. That... that you don't want to hear. Your temperature could become too hot or too cold. Just be aware of that. And be aware that there's no need for you to react. You can just be with that, with whatever arises.
as you're sitting, if the conditions change, can you just be with that? Or do you feel a need to react? See if you can just stay with conditions changing. Just keep observing the changing conditions. How do you want to respond? Can you just be, stay with it? Just be with it? Just let it be? Now as we end our meditation, may everything we do and say and think today 
be of benefit to ourselves, but also be for the benefit of all living beings everywhere. Thank you. Now, before I finish, I'd like to read our reflection for today again. So watching things, watching conditions change. My, one of my experiences while we were sitting, I was, I, I was unable to open my patio door because of the problem with the screen. But I don't know if you could hear all the birds outside. So as we began, they were just, sounded like hundreds of birds, which to, and to my ears was a very pleasant sound in the background. And as we were sitting and watching conditions change, suddenly it seemed like the birds all had flown away, but I could hear dogs barking further in the background. And ordinarily, I would think, oh, that's not a pleasant, that's not a pleasant sound, that the birds sounded better, you know. The... And I realized, you know, I love dogs. I've always had dogs. I miss having dogs, and uh, they bark. And uh, the birds had flown away. And why did I have to have a reaction of unpleasantness about the dogs barking? It wasn't disturbing the practice, but it was when I felt that instant first uh, reaction to it. Oh, the birds are leaving, and how funny, now the dogs are barking. So that's, that's what we're looking at when we see conditions change either way. So that's why I wanted to read the eight worldly conditions. Gain and loss, fame and disgrace, praise and blame, and happiness and suffering. So these pair up from one extreme to the other. Among human beings, these conditions are impermanent and constantly changing. Knowing this, one who is wise mindfully regards them all. She neither rejoices at the desirable condition nor feels dismay at the undesirable. For her, welcoming the good and rejecting the bad have ceased and no longer exist. Having un understood the nature of the world, she is unshaken and has reached the deathless shore. So that applies to the sounds we hear during meditation, whether it's birds or dogs barking. So that would probably be going from <laughs> happiness to suffering. <laughs> so uh, remember that. Try to be that observer. Try to be watching. Things change constantly. All conditioned things are of the nature to rise and stay for just a bit and then to fall apart. And all conditioned things change constantly. We change constantly. So be aware of that. If you're out in nature, that's a beautiful place to experience it. But you can be sitting in your room and suddenly uh, the, the clock ticking, suddenly you become aware of that. And maybe it seems like a, uh, you've just got to get rid of that ticking clock in the background. Other times you wouldn't even notice it was there. 
But watch all of these things that are changing constantly, but we react. We go, we, we have a reaction to all of it. This is pleasant, this is unpleasant. And back and forth, back and forth. And it's only when it truly becomes neutral, when it's deeply, uh, not just surface neutral, but not because we haven't explored it enough, but when we've really watched and uh, been with ourselves and watched our reactions, can we start really getting to that true neutral. That's a beautiful place to be. So thank you so much for being part of my practice. And we're going to, probably going to have a wet Sunday, but that's a good thing. So have a beautiful day wherever you are. And thank you for being part of my practice. And I'll be with you again on Tuesday.